0: Welcome to another episode of Chan with the Plan the Podcast. I'm your host, Max Chan. And in today's episode, I will be discussing with Casey Welch, job search strategies catered towards Gen Z to help them land their next career opportunity. If you are a Gen Zer that has been affected due to the pandemic in terms of job opportunities, especially if you were a graduate of the 2020 class, this episode will definitely give you direction and guidance in order to help you overcome the obstacle that is the pandemic, to help you land the opportunity you've been waiting for since you graduated university slash college. So a little bit about Casey Welch. He is the co-founder and CEO of Talo, a digital platform and app that's connecting 1.3 million students and professionals to opportunities offered by colleges, companies, and organizations. Since its inception, Talo has pioneered early talent engagement, facilitating career discovery, and guidance for a diverse talent pool. Casey is a leading expert on Generation Z in higher education and the workforce, and his insights have been featured in Forbes, Fast Company, ZDNet, and SHRM. So let us hop into today's episode and my conversation with Casey Welch, on job search strategies for Gen Zers to land their next opportunity. Hey, Casey.
1: Hey, Max. How's it going? Going well, going well. Thanks for uh, having me.
0: So the reason I wanted to reach out to you is I do have a fair amount of people that are from the Gen Z segment of the population and you created a great post on a great article on Fast Company about helping Gen Z navigate the job search initiatives that they're trying to go for right now in 2021. As as you're aware, the pandemic really hit a lot of companies hard so there's not as much hiring going on specifically for Gen Z job seekers that don't have as much experience because they're recent graduates. So with that being said, I wanted to bring you on the show just to give some tips on how to navigate the job search initiatives that these Gen Z audience want to do in order to get into their next chapter of their career. So with that being said, let's just hop right into it. So as I mentioned, for recent Gen Z graduate that has little to no work experience in their chosen field, And with the landscape being extremely competitive uh, due to the surplus in talent because of covid related layoffs in a lot of companies what are some strategies and tactics that you can recommend to gen z in order to be a standout candidate
1: yeah no happy to i mean i think when it comes to gen z i think there's been a lot of negatives that have happened with covid but i think it's also going to bring a lot of opportunity so i do hope and and we're seeing a lot of them across the country Um, Remain optimistic. A lot of these in-person events have been canceled. You know, I don't see them coming up. But a couple quick tips is, number one, go to where the opportunities are. So make sure you're taking advantage of those virtual recruiting events. When those used to always be a secondary means of recruiting, they are now, in many cases, the sole focus of recruiting. So I think that's going to bring a lot of opportunity to Gen Z. So keep your eyes on those out there. I think there's a lot of benefits also from the virtual events over in person. So a couple of quick tips, I mean, number one, you're not dealing with travel costs. Two, you have an opportunity to research these companies ahead of time and have those notes ready for you by your computer. They're gonna happen, they're gonna be there. A lot of times when you're doing in person, it's a stressful time. So you can be prepared and make sure you deliver your best foot forward. Second, we're seeing Gen Zers across the country. Build a strong online professional presence. So it's not just about your personal, make sure it's professional it's a great way to get down your your elevator pitch we see a lot of gen z users on tallow getting this down creating their digital profile putting up videos projects to how to showcase themselves so i think that's paramount and i think third but certainly not least max is use this time to really assess what's important to you so we're seeing this with a lot of gen z's they're understanding what career do i want to go to is it the best fit for me and then what educational plans align? So it's a great moment in time to take a step back, reflect, and then go forward.
0: Oh, great, Casey. In terms of the educational component, I know uh, many mid-career professionals that haven't laid off and tried the job search for a few months without any luck. They end up going back to school, whether it's getting their MBA or getting a specific master's to build up their skill set. So would you recommend... A Gen Z who recently graduated, try the job search out for a few months, not getting luck to go back to school immediately. Again, they don't have a lot of work experience. So is getting more education the right approach, or is there other alternatives that you would suggest for
1: them? I think the most important thing, Max, that's a great question there, as we as we think about it, is there are there are more opportunities and more pathways than ever before. It's not just you need to go to college, you need to get higher ed. That is a path, and that is a path that makes some, but you bring up about boot camps, you bring up about certifications, credentials. So I think step one, the most important thing before you make that that quick decision is to determine your career path, then work backwards to determine your education pathway. So if your dream job requires a master's degree, then that's the pathway you have to get there. However, many times certain paths require, some of them might require experience. So like you said, a lot don't have that, but other ones might be A certificate, a credential, more are actually being more open to non-traditional ways. If that's the case and a master's degree may be an expensive option, it may also be an unnecessary step in landing your dream job. So that's why I take it back, work it backwards, understand what you want to get to in your career, then do it. Don't just think, well, I'll go back to school, I'll get educated because I hear a master's degree might make me more desirable. I don't think that's the right approach. I think work it backwards and go... Does that career actually require me to have it or could I work in a combination of certifications, credential, or maybe just get some regular work experience, go to an employer that will help pay for you to go back to school or further your career within their company?
0: Actually, I wanted to ask a question about your last point. Do a lot of companies still invest in their employees in terms of like expensive dollar amounts in terms of like MBAs and what have you? Like, is that still a big thing?
1: I think what you're seeing more of, there are some companies that are still investing in, I'll say like the the MBA masters, some of those different ones. You're seeing a lot more actually invest. And this is where there's that kind of alternative pathway is investing in their education to pursue a four-year degree or pursue credentials. We're seeing a lot more of that come out and it can come from even if you look at some of these companies like a a taco bell or a you know a lowe's or a home depot or different ones they have tuition assistant programs where you can you can earn while you learn and they want to do that so that they can upskill and reskill you with those so that you can continue to go into that company continue to progress for so max there is a lot of opportunity for that it is coming back i think stronger and a major asset, so that they can get you into those companies earlier, and they can, uh, you know, help support your future because they understand. That is really critical to a lot of Gen Zers across the country.
0: Just going back to the example for like talk about, so like for example, McDonald's, let's say you work at the lower level restaurant. You're saying that by staying at McDonald's, working your way up, they'll eventually give you educational opportunities to eventually go to corporate. Is that where we are seeing things trend?
1: Yeah. So you're seeing it, you're seeing it in, in a couple of different ways. I think a great one is even, even Walmart may be even a better example. So a lot of people think about Walmart and working in their stores and they think about stocking shelves and greeters people don't think about walmart being one of the largest it employers in the world so what they're trying to say is listen come to walmart right even if you're doing it as a second job while you're going through school or you're educating while you're doing that you know they have a great earn and learn program where you pay a dollar a day for tuition and they'll pay to send you back to school and then if you want to go within an it world they have tons of it jobs at walmart they have management jobs they have marketing they have all those different legal they have all those different areas and the same with mcdonald's and the same with those different employers where they're not just sometimes that frontward facing uh there's you know you show me any company you show me a chick-fil-a a taco bell a lowe's a home depot a walmart you've got every career path almost imaginable within that company logistics it Business, finance, HR, marketing, all those are there, and they would love to cultivate within their culture if possible.
0: I wasn't aware of this because usually when recent graduates, they graduate they, they, they work at Starbucks, McDonald's, there's a stigma that it's a dead end job, but a lot of people are aware that if you work in the trenches, so to speak, for, I don't know, like one or two years, you can actually start networking within that company and elevate your career to a more corporate setting. Is that right?
1: That's exactly it. Because what's happening, Max, in, and we're seeing this trend is that you mentioned about experience and a lot of people look at experience in a certain area. What we're seeing change is that people are focusing more on the, call it essential skills or soft skills or employable skills. Can you deal with people? Can you communicate well? Can you work in a team? Can you set up? Those are much more difficult to find than hard skills because you can have all the skills in the world, but if you don't have the communication, if you don't have those abilities, it's challenging. So a lot of companies are saying, listen, let's hire for soft skills and fit an experience, in which case you can show through a whole bunch of stuff. We have a lot of people on Tallow that are showing that through their volunteer opportunities or community engagement or other things. And then those companies will say, we will train you for the hard skills that you need here because we have the programs. We understand that. So I think that's a big trend going on. So if you don't fret not having the experience, you just need to look at yourself and go, what is everything that I've done and how can I show adaptability? And how can I show I communicate well? And how can I show that I'm organized or I show up on time? And there's a lot of ways to do that. That's the importance of that online professional profile. A lot of, you know, some of the work we we do here at Talo. All
0: right, great. Uh, So with that being said, so there's that one avenue where you start from the bottom, so to speak, at McDonald's, Walmart, what have you, and then build up your reputation, uh, take advantage of those educational opportunities. But another path that a lot of Gen Zers are going through right now is they want to try to see if they can get work experience via freelancing. What are some foundational steps in order to start some freelancing side business to at least get some experience on that resume?
1: Yeah. This is a really interesting topic, Max, that I'd love to talk to you a little bit about is, you know, recently we did a, a survey with our, with our Tallow users and we asked this focus looking at the gig economy. And their interest of it, you know, only 6% said that they were very likely to participate in it, which to me was really eye opening. as being a millennial, you know, that's where we see, you know, millennials, you know, really took to it. They were used, used to that, you know, getting a job, moving in. And what we found was a lot of Gen Zers were looking for more career stability. That was really important for them versus a lot of the millennials that were more of that, I'll say that job hopper versus a role hopper. However, for those Gen Zers that are interested in it, I think the first step in it is building up their network. So this is no longer something that needs to be done or even can be done in person. So take advantage of digital platforms. You're hearing me talk a lot about it, again, whether it's LinkedIn, whether it's Tallow, whether it's other means to really develop a professional portfolio and showcase all your skills and the types of companies you're interested in and potential clients to start to network with them, because that's how they're going to find you. Just like they're going to find you for that in-person job or that career. It's all going to happen online, especially I'll say over the next 12 to 18 months, probably. That's going to continue to be extremely important.
0: All right, great. And in terms of the last question I want to ask you in today's session, Gen Z, if you go on LinkedIn, it's always the big companies like the Teslas, the Microsofts of the world. But with that being said, in terms of like finding that right fit for you, you shouldn't always just focus on the big corporate companies. So with that being said, my final question to you is when it comes to researching different companies uh, for Gen Zers, what do you think Gen Zers should look for in terms of like cultural fit and company mission? So they would be happy to go to the workplace that they're trying to go for.
1: Yeah, I think first off, right, a lot of it, they look at it and you talk about them gravitating it to those big brands. And it's because that's what's in their face every day. That's what's on their wrist. That's the technology that they use. And I think sometimes people fall in love with brand. What we're seeing a lot of them go though, is if you think about you know, brand is important, but you know, what's the market growth potential? Are they in an industry that's gonna be around? So you think about hospitality industry, right? It got hit really hard by COVID. So are, are they going into a company, you know, not only has the branded aligns to them, but more importantly, is it gonna have the job growth? Is it gonna have the culture that they want? Is it going to have the work environment? Does it pay what they want in order to live the lifestyle they want to live? And can they also do it in a location that they want to be? Because I think so often people we, we see, and you know Gen Z supplied us with this and shared it with us, is they fall in love with a brand and they go to that brand and then they realize, well, wait a minute, this company doesn't stand for what I want to do. Maybe they're not diverse enough. Social responsibility. Those are big things that we're looking at. So five things. Think about you know, what is the diversity profile, if that's important. Their impact. What does the job market look like? Is this company in a business that can withstand a recession if that's somebody you want to go into and does it do? Does it pay what you want to do? So you can go to a company and realize a lot of them may not pay as much. So you wanna make sure that you're making that right fit, that you have the skills, that they have the culture, and they have the location and work environment. If you find those all, you are starting out so far ahead of so many other people in finding a career with a company that you can stay with, you can grow with, and you can move up that ladder because you can love what you do, but if you can't live the lifestyle you wanna live, it's gonna fall apart. If it's not in a location you wanna be, well, then it's probably gonna fall apart too. So the more you can align that up front, the better you're set off for going down the road.
0: Great, Casey. And we are out of time. So I really appreciate all this insight you have given my audience, some of these Gen Zers. And for anybody uh, listening to the show, Casey, how can people find you and where can they seek your advice? Yeah, so
1: we'd welcome them. Just go to tallow.com, T-A-L-L-O.com and join the million others Uh, showcasing connecting themselves. And best of luck, Gen Z is going to be one of the best generations that this country has ever seen. And so I am extremely optimistic.
0: Same here. I appreciate the time, Casey.
1: Thanks, Max. Take care. This
0: episode was a short one, but a good one. Casey Welsh provided tons of guidance for Gen Zers out there to give them direction on how to land their next career opportunity. Here are a few key points that I think are extremely important in my discussion with Casey. Number one, you need to develop a strong online professional presence to make you stand out and build your personal brand. A simple way to do this is optimize your LinkedIn. Have videos, projects, portfolio pieces, whatever you have in order to show that you have the experience that employers are looking for. The second thing is to make sure that you don't go in the wrong direction. I know with what's going on last year that many people just want to go back to school and study more and get higher education. So then when they graduate, there might be better opportunities once the economy has recovered from COVID. But that might not be the best investment for you. Casey Welch stated that you should reverse engineer your career path. So if there's a certain position you want, research it, network with people in that position, and then reverse engineer that path to make it more streamlined for you to get to their level. So with that being said, if this career path you want does not require any sort of master's, then don't do it. You'll save tons of money. If it just needs a certification, get that instead. And certifications tend to be cheaper than a full master's program. And then finally, don't only look at big brand names. From my discussion with Casey, the reason why brand names are so attractive is that they're always in your face they're always out there but you have to really understand what you want and you also got to understand how the market is at that moment in the future is there market growth potential of in the industry this company that you want to apply for is in is there gonna be job growth would you like the work culture there is the pay gonna be good is it in a location that you want to be at? Because again, you're only there nine to five. Do you actually like the location outside the nine to five that you can enjoy during your off time? So there's a lot of other factors that you should look at besides just the brand name. And if you can get all of those factors that you want in a good job, you'll be miles ahead of people that just went to a company for the brand name and they're not really happy with what they picked. Again, thanks again to Casey for coming on the show to give Gen Zers some quick tidbits on how to have a proper job search plan. Plan in order to get the opportunity that they want again my name is max chan if you found this episode useful i would really appreciate it if you share it with your friends and family to help support the show i post new episodes every tuesday morning and if you want to connect with me on linkedin i post daily content on career advice personal branding and job search tips thank you again for listening and we'll see you next time